Hey guys, welcome in. It's Brad with College Sportscast. We are presented by the Fanboys. Hey guys, welcome back. Brad with College Sports Cast. I have John Roberts with me right now. What's up, John? What's happening? <laughs> we have we have another one that's trying to log on, but he's having a little issue trying to log on. So maybe we'll get Jason Harrison on with us here in just a few minutes. So I went ahead and went live with you guys. We appreciate you guys being on with us. We are going to be doing tonight, we're going to be doing our uh, news and hot topics and uh, segments show. Our segments this, this week is going to be uh, breaking down the NCAA brackets, and then we might throw in a little baseball talk at the end of it as well. So, But that's kind of what I've got planned for this week, for tonight's show, I should say, instead of this week. But we want to welcome everyone in to College Sportscast. It's a big week. NCAA brackets came out on Sunday. <clears throat> March Madness begins tonight. Actually, I just finished watching the very first game, play-in game. Um, Texas A&M Corpus Christi just beat Southeast Missouri uh, from the OVC. 75 to 71 and it does look like jason has hopped in with us so i'm going to get him on oh, now yeah it does look like jason's hopped in with us so i'm going to get him on now this is jason harrison with us now what's going on guys what's going on guys i told him you, you had a little trouble logging in but i told him we might get you on so yeah. I was just talking about the very first game of the NCAA tournament just wrapped up uh, where Texas A&M Corpus Christi just beat Southeast Missouri from the OVC, 75-71. to 71. Um, If you watched this game, it was pretty much a foul fest. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. I'd never well, seen – They I were mean, playing hack and sack here. Oh, man, it was a foul fest. I'm not even kidding at all. So um, <laughs> I don't know if, if you didn't watch it. You don't know what I'm talking about. But it was it was the opening game for the NCAA tournament. It's uh, the play-in games. These are being played in Dayton, Ohio. Um, and this game was for the right to play Alabama, the number one overall team on Thursday night. So congratulations, Corpus Christi. You won an NCAA tournament game. Now you get to play Alabama. <laughs> Grand prize, <laughs> Alabama. Yeah. In, hey. Not only that, but in Birmingham. Right, in right. In Birmingham. Like, yeah. Man, you know. Birmingham. yeah, the number one overall team. Birmingham. Speaking well, yeah. of Birmingham, that's where John Roberts is right now. Hey. Man, Birmingham <laughs> is, the, is the hottest southern city in the country right now. Yeah, because he also has his Auburn Tigers, 
Yeah, they're playing. They get to play. I don't know how that worked out where they get to play as a nine seed in Birmingham. The committee knew what he was doing. How do we draw a crowd? Yeah, that's ridiculous. A nine seed getting to play right close to home like that. Two hours from home. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Either it can be a weekend trip or it can be a down and back trip. Yep. You know? Yeah. I mean, exactly. I'm not saying that Auburn's definitely going to win the game because it's in Birmingham, but they do get an advantage over Iowa. They do, they do. Uh, speaking of this game that just went off, uh, now there were some questionable calls, especially the one down the stretch. The one, the, the it was last a foul trap. fest, man. Yeah, but but I think uh, Texas was it Texas Commerce. Um, I think they were the more aggressive team, flailing into the defenders. Trying to, yeah, they them. were, but I think the fence was uh, they called a little bit too tight. That's just my opinion, yeah. First I think game, so too. Game, you, you don't some want hand to... checking and then just touch fouls and stuff. Some of it was, it was, it was a very tightly uh, officiated game, very, that's for sure. Very tight. It was like what is the 14 minute mark of the first half, they were already in a one and one. Um, at the 12 yeah, minute yeah, and, the and something, they, they were already in the 10 in yeah, the double like bonus. Two, the double bonus. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I think they, yeah, I think the officials have to, you know, they got to swallow the whistle, man. They got to let these guys decide. Yeah, the game. I, I hope, I hope the whole tournament's not officiated that way. If, if, if this next game is played in the same arena, it's going to be, it is, it, it's going because it is Pittsburgh and Mississippi State. Will be a yeah physical. Pittsburgh and Mississippi State tonight. Yeah, it should yeah. be a good game. That would be a yeah. physical game, and I don't want to be sitting up to eleven o'clock watching this game. You know, I don't. <laughs> it probably I will don't. be though. Yeah. All right, so let's get to some news from today. So the first thing I want to get to is the AP All American team come out today. Um, college basketball first, second, and third teams come out today. And uh, just kind of want to go through that with you guys. The first team is Zach Eady was the only unanimous choice to the team, period. We surprised? Zach Eady. He, he was the only? B. Miller was he not was the only unanimous? He was the only voted unanimous player to the team was Zach Eady from, from Purdue. Okay. Um, Zach Eady, 7'4". The, the big guy in college basketball um, from the number one overall seed, um, Purdue. And uh, they're not the number oh, one I'm overall. The number one yeah. seed. I, I, I said that wrong. A number one seed, Purdue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other players on the first team All-American were Trace Jackson Davis from Indiana, Jalen Wilson from Kansas, Marcus Sasser from Houston and Brandon Miller from Alabama. That was the first team All-American team. So what do you guys think about those those five on the first team All-American? Um any any surprises out of those out of those five? Not really. Not really um um I I, I think I could have been a little bit surprised uh about uh Jalen Wilson, uh, I think um, uh, Timmy could have been there. I think Kim UCLA could have been the first team, but I mean, I I I have no complaints overall. 
about this first five. This first five is pretty, pretty good. I mean, Brandon Miller being on there is a little bit of a surprise to me. Not main, not really because of the basketball stuff. It's really about some of the other stuff that's went on. And uh, well, if you're gonna keep you know, it basketball, he, he deserves to be on there. You know, at the end of the I, day, I mean, I agree. Yeah. I do agree with you on that. You know, this is not. <clears throat> it's not a behavior award. It's it's actually you know. <laughs> But sometimes those things keep you from getting stuff like that. Well, I mean, so, look, if you really think about it, they took they took a while, but then they added him to the the wooden award. Yeah, they they they, 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 they didn't even have him on the wooden right. award. And so mm -hmm. I think what yeah. happened was that I think that they 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 basically made him sweat, not that it really literally made any bigger. Literally. Of a difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not that it really made right. any big of a difference. But, but I mean, they, but they, now they, that he's being named the first team all American. I mean he definitely has a shot yeah at the wooden award. Yeah. You guys you know what I mean? You you tell me a better a better individual individual player that has the biggest impact on his team besides Eden. You know it's you know I think he, he well I mean all of these Trace Jackson Davis carries Indiana I mean, if it wasn't for him they wouldn't be anything I can agree um, I can agree I can agree but Marcus Sasser Marcus Sasser is he's a, is he's a dude. Houston's assassin he's a dude I mean he's a dude yeah he's a dude. you know Sasser the assassin no. <laughs> I'm just nice, I just nice threw that out there nice let's just go, yeah, let's yeah. Just go Sasser right, the assassin right. Sassafras Sasser the assassin that's right Sassafras. <laughs> yeah, y'all don't. I don't know. I just threw that out there. Uh, but anyway, so that's the first team. Second team, you have UCLA. Uh, Jaime, ha how do you say his last name? Is it Jaquez? I want to say it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's how you pronounce it. I always want to say it with a J, but I think it's it's the UCLA senior that's been there. He was in the Final Four a couple years ago. Second team also was Oscar Shibway from Kentucky, mm. which is interesting. Mm. He was the unanimous player of the year last year, and he's on the second team. Drew Timmy is on the second team from Gonzaga. And then Azulis, uh, I don't know how you say his last name, but is 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 it Tubulus from Arizona? I don't know how you pronounce his last name. And then the fourth one or the fifth one on the second team is Jalen Pickett from Penn State. That's tough. That's tough. That um I have the questions, you know, Oscar. I don't know if Oscar really deserves to uh be uh, a second team All American or an All American at all this year. I mean, I he's, he's averaged 16 points and 13 rebounds. How many players in your lifetime averages 13 rebounds in college basketball? Uh, I will contribute that to a lot of bad shooting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean I, I, seriously, I think, I think, I, I think he's, a, I think he's a is, a is a great talent, but I don't think he had the impact uh, for Kentucky this year as he did last year. I don't think so either, and and it's and he's on the second team and not unanimous first team like he was last year. Yeah. So, so if if you if you're gonna hold someone to a standard, and he he is already he, he has set the bar for himself. You see what I'm saying? So what was his average last year? I think he almost ever close to. Uh, it was 17 and 15 17 last and year. Se almost 18, you know, 17 and a half yeah. and 15. So, eight, so you give him 18 and 15. So that means you had a couple 20. Uh, 20 rebound games. Uh, oh, he did. A few of them. See, he, yeah. he was a monster this year. 
I mean last year. Yeah. And uh I think he uh I, th- I think he it, And this year he's about 16 and 13. They're going to compare like when when you have somebody that's going back to back years or something like that. They're going to always compare you to you. Mm-hmm. Last right. year, mm-hmm. yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, that's why it's it's rare to see a back-to-back Heisman winner or something like that because, again, yeah. you're, you're being compared to what you did the previous season. You're and not going to. It's hard to back that up too because they they game plan against you and everything too. So correct, and that next year the same team there with you. Right. So yeah, you know, so while you know, like a Tebow was so good in all three years you know he never won multiple heismans he only won one you know one and the same thing for you know bryce young he only won one so right i mean so i just it's it's very difficult for sure absolutely so the same thing that would go with basketball i would i would expect that the that you're not going to put up the same numbers back to back years. Um, and that if you really good, and I'm just saying really, really good, then you're probably going to be, you know, I mean, that it, that's just probably going to be your ceiling right there. And then your next year, I mean, they're going to, they're going to game plan, especially basketball where they can, where it's, it's, it's five on five and really you can take a player out. You know, as far as in basketball, you well, they can, definitely yeah. have doubled and tripled team Oscar right. all so, year, long. right? And just all harass year. them and everything like that down in the paint. That yeah. he's not putting yeah. up the numbers, whether it's the rebounds or the points or anything like that. I think the main yeah. thing everybody did this year was attack him on the defensive end. You know, when I understand the double team because Kentucky was atrocious with shooting early. Oh on yeah, they year. took him out. They took him out. Yeah, they took him out. They on the, the pick and roll on the perimeter. Yeah. On the yeah. perimeter on defense. Made them guard. They Made did. Guard. Kentucky had better did. A better defensive team last year. Then they started oh, off with absolutely. this year. Then they started absolutely. off. I think, like you said, Calipari uh, did a great job of, you know, finally finding the right ingredients and. Yeah. And this is the funny part with Kentucky, and I know we're gonna get off Oscar. Injuries help Kyler Perry find out who he could rely on, right? Instead of depending on people who he thought he could depend on, yeah. You know, like the little Pete, like the little point guard. He thought he was really the answer at some right. time, but then he started to take uh, a back seat to the other guys. Uh, so, right. but, uh, with Oscar, I just think you know you you could have you could have more freshmen. So the you know, more the pressure. third team, the third team AP, Mar- Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson, both from Kansas State, are on the third team. Okay. Tyler Kolick from Marquette is on the third team. Chris Murray from Iowa is on the third team. And Armando, Armando, I can't say his name, Armando Baker. Baquet it from North Carolina is the big guy. And I just don't you, you, you see what I'm saying? So him and Oscar were being they were they were from last way year. better last yeah. year. Yeah. So how can you Baquet from, from North Carolina? I mean, he's even further down than Oscar, if you ask me. Man, you're, you're exactly right. Uh, um, and, and, but they put him on the third team. 
very unfair to me. Very unfair. I think if if you're gonna put two uh guys from uh Kansas State on on third team, you have to uh you have to put other other guys on who actually made you know the the NCAA tournament and, and who teams were in the top ten all year. You know, I could I yeah. could go with multiple guys, especially this year. Uh, yeah, that that could help. But uh, I mean, hey. So get guess who the top vote getter was that did not make the first, second, or third team. Whoa, he must be an honorable mention. Let me look at this list. The top honorable mention guy was who? Matt Abrams. Mm. Antoine Davis from Detroit. That was my that was my second choice. I was looking. Antoine Davis from Detroit Mercy was this was the top vote getter that did not make the teams. He was the Mm. lead Mm. honorable mention guy. So what what is that? Y'all tell me what is he averaged 28.3 points a game and got three points shy of Pistol Pete Maravich's all time scoring record. So, so if, if if he's not gonna make it, how do you put the kid from North Carolina on there? You know, I, uh, I don't. I think he's. I mean, look, you could have. I have a number key. You could. Max Abrams had a hell of a year this year. Tyree Appleby, Player of the Year in the ACC. Yeah. Come on. Um, who else got a kid from Xavier's? That's pretty good. Well, Baycat is from the ACC too. So you know. So you you're not gonna put you're gonna put him in there, but you're not gonna put the Player of the Year. Mm, yeah, that's right. That's you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the who? Hey, who has the votes? That's who I want to see now. Who has? Who has the votes? AP voters. This is AP voters. You know what I'm Even Way Taylor, Way Taylor. You know, it's 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 a lot of guys who have better. Isaiah Wong from Miami. Yep, Miles out of the ACC. Yep, Mike Miles from TCU. You know, he had a yeah, Miles from TCU, the the kid from Duke. You know, so I mean, it's it's a lot of other people, even Baylor. Baylor could have, but you know, once again, you know how this thing goes. No one's ever going to be happy with some with all the selections. Someone's going to get left off. Someone's going to be, you know. And I just wanted the it just come out today. It was a hot topic for today, and I wanted us to at least go over and talk about it. And those are the first team second team and third team AP voters, all Americans mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for this year. So I wanted to discuss that a little bit tonight. And then we're going to move on to some coaching news. So there's several things going on. I'm going to start out with your school, man. Hello. I'm gonna, Hello. I'm going to start out. I'm going to start out with your school. All right. Cause you Jason's Ole Miss ex player, former player. So, uh, your school made a big splash. Um, made a big splash. Uh, made a big splash. They hired former Texas coach Chris Beard as Ole Miss head coach. They they, they um, did even had a press conference. They today. they Ole Miss. I'm going to say this. Ole Miss has kind of been known to take a few chances, and I think they're taking a chance with Chris Beard. Chris Beard is one heck of a coach. And I think he is going to be a a huge bonus for the SEC, for for uh, Ole Miss, as long as he can keep his you know everything straight. I mean, Ole Miss is a great. I mean, Chris Beard is a great um, coach. 
I, I think um um and I want to say this correctly. I think that uh Keith Carter, who also is a former teammate of mine, who's the A D now, uh is Marcus Oswell. I think he, he wanted to make a big splash. Um I think Beard was the biggest splash he could make besides Will Wade. Uh, I also think there were other candidates that were maybe uh, just as intriguing, but for the immediate get to be able to get someone out the gate, I think Chris Beard was the guy. Uh, you're talking about a guy who's been in the South recruiting, who's actually you know taking team a team or team to the NCAA tournament to the final game, and so I yeah. also know that. You know, my junior year was the last year that the Rebs had been to the Sweet 16. And I know the diehard fans down in Oxford want to support. You also have to bring someone in who can recruit, 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 recruit. And Chris Beard can. And he can. And I think he's yeah. uh, he's going to take his time putting his staff together. He, uh, he, he got two huge – uh guys to to recommit back to Ole Miss uh kid that played for me this summer um Rashard Marshall probably one of the most uh talented kids in the country oh I I don't think too many kids will want to transfer out two of them um, did two of them two they're going to leave a couple of signings are going to leave because Chris uh Chris Beard has a style of play that that doesn't um that doesn't fit with a lot of people. You know, he's a up in your face, size, switch everything, you know, the tenacity. He coaches with a chip because he 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 always had a chip coming up, uh, coaching multiple leagues. If you know his story, I had a chance to speak with him uh when he first got the ULL job and he caught lightning in a bottle back then, signed 11 players and Man, turn that program around, and um, then it was off to UNLV for a signing. Then Texas Tech, then Texas, and so I have a, I, I've known Chris Beer for quite some time. I can't wait to go down there and see him and talk to him uh, and, and pick. I figured him. you, I figured yeah. you would yeah. feel that yeah. way, man. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm happy. Uh, do I? I would be very, very uh, naive to, to think that it won't be a PR deal uh, coming up about the hire um, as as the season is upon us. But but yeah, it will. But but I, but I hope he. Uh, they'll, they'll take a few hits. Yeah, but who, I think Ole Miss. Who, 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 I think who, Ole Miss. Ole Miss is okay with that. That's why they hired. Yeah, him. yeah. I, I I think we have the ability to take those hits because once you're in the cellar, uh, you're just looking up. <laughs> You're looking up for anyone to come in and give us a ray of sunshine. I think the cabs is right. so beautiful down there. And here's the thing. You guys know this. If you have a $90 million arena and you have less than 1,000 people coming to men's basketball games, yeah, that that's is pretty a bad. huge problem. Yeah, that's Coach, terrible. Coach Yo over there with the women's is doing a phenomenal job. She is increasing yeah. her attendance. And so men's basketball, hey, I'll say it, was at the bottom of the totem pole compared yeah. to baseball, football, women's uh, women's soccer, 
softball. I mean, all and it pool. shouldn't be, and it shouldn't be. But men's basketball shouldn't be on the bottom of the totem pole. That's for be. sure. But it's, it, it is a tough job. It's a tough job, especially now. Watch this, especially when Texas and Oklahoma are coming in the following year. The following, yeah, year. they are. So, yeah, some of my sources are saying that um, that he is actually waiting, and I'm pretty sure he is on on the coaching carousel. And I know we just started this. He's to, to fill out his uh his coaching staff because you have a lot of coaches who are and Ole Miss. To be quite honest with you, I mean, if 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 he does well in three years, he may move on. And and that was and Ole Miss and Ole Miss is going to yeah. have to be ready be ready to hire somebody you know in his place because I, I feel like Chris Beard's a good enough coach and a good enough recruiter that that may happen. Well, you got to understand this too. When Texas and Oklahoma come over to the SEC, this is the best conference in the entire United States. It goes yeah. from that. So if you want to leave, where are you going to go? Like, where are you really going to go? Are you going to go back to Texas? No. Are you going to go back to Texas Tech? No. Which was Texas Tech was his, you know, he was well, a real I mean, if a blue blood comes calling or something, you know, you just never know. I, I don't see a blue blood calling within the next three years. Unless he is final four bound again, right? You know, so yeah, he was, that's what I'm saying. You know, if he does really well, then that's what I was saying yeah, in three, yeah. three, four years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah, it's, so another, another big splash today in the coaching carousel Georgia Tech hired Damon Stoudemire. Yeah, man, that was a that, today. That, that, I didn't, I did not see that coming, but. I can't that's say. A, I can say that. That's a pretty big splash for Georgia Tech. What? Well, think about this though, Georgia Tech. You just fired an Arizona guy, and so you're going to bring in another Arizona guy. Arizona guy. Yeah. 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 Well, so, so he kept Damon Stoudemire coached at, in at Pacific for about five years, and in the last two years, he has been one of the main assistants on the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. That's where Damon Stoudemire has been coaching. Yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a pretty, it's a good hire. It's a good hire. Uh, I think he, I think he will be able to get certain recruits down there because, uh, let's face it, Georgia Tech is in the heart of Atlanta. Yeah, absolutely. Downtown Atlanta. You know, I had a former player, Javon, yeah. Javon Franklin. Uh, me and him was talking this time last year. Either we was going to do Georgia Southern. Notice I said we. Either we were going to do Georgia Southern. I got some oh, Georgia Southern news okay. too, actually. Or he said, Coach, I just want to go to Georgia Tech. I said, You know what, Javon? Go be great. Because his two of his main friends were Sharif Cooper and uh, what's the kid? Sharif Cooper. Who's the yeah. kid that got drafted out of Auburn? Uh, top five pick. Um, you're talking about, uh, you're talking about Smith? Smith? No, 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 no. Kessler? No, 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 no. Go back another year. When they made the uh, final four run, I, no, it wasn't the final. We didn't four have run. a guy on that one. Yes, uh, the year after. Oh, you're talking about Okiki? No, no, Okiki got hurt. Yeah, so, but he was still drafted top five. No, he wasn't drafted top five. He was drafted first round. Sorry, he uh, was drafted. He was drafted in the. Uh, yeah, 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 he was still a lottery pick. Yeah, a lottery. He was Watch this, watch this. You gonna if I say this team, you gonna know he got drafted by Cleveland. I can't say his name. Oh, Okoro. Okoro, yeah. Isaac Okoro. Okoro. Yeah, yeah. Isaac Okoro. So yeah. Javon okay. got it. those guys. And so yeah. I'm actually you know, just shocked that we have that many players in the 
in the league right now, you know? <laughs> yeah. When you start thinking about it, I'm like, wait. Hold, Jabbar, hold, yeah. Hold yeah. on. Yeah, we, we had to debate. We had to go through musical chairs right quick. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's – that. Man, that's that's just that's just a good job to have if you can get players in now the AC. Hey, I think it's a good hire by Georgia Tech to hire Damon Stoudemire from the Boston Celtics. That's a good hire. If you ask me. That's a good hire. Damon Damon Stoudemire was a good, a very very good point guard and player. Played at Arizona. Mighty Mike. Played in, Mighty Mike. Hey, I got a tech. No, I started getting the same tech. Played, played in the NBA for many years. Played for the Toronto Raptors, um, and and a few other teams as well, but. Um, mostly known for his play at the Toronto Raptors, I would think. No doubt. Rookie of the year. Um, rookie of the year. Yeah, rookie of the year. Um, I think it's a great hire. Now, you said Georgia Southern. I've got news that says that Nate Oates, assistant lead coach. assistant, yes. Charlie Henry, yes. is taking the Georgia Southern head coach job, has already signed a four-year deal. He's going to, of course, finish out the season – with Alabama, he's not leaving the team, but he is going to be taking the head coaching job at Georgia Southern. His name is Charlie Henry. He actually started with Nate Oates as an assistant with him when Nate Oates was a high school coach. Hey, sometimes you just got to ride the way. That was in. He was in yeah. what Detroit? And that where Michigan? It was in yeah Detroit. Me, I was in Michigan, the Detroit yeah. area, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So this guy. Is is wrote now? He did leave him and go somewhere else for a little while, and then come back to him. I think in nineteen at Alabama, I think. But he started with Nate Oates as an assistant coach in high school. Is how he started. Sweet. So I just thought I'd bring that up. Also, the news come out today that Aaron McKee from Temple is stepping to the side and taking a front office job. He is not going to be the head coach anymore. Um, I wanted to bring that up. Um, I'm also hearing that the top candidate that Notre Dame wants for their head coaching basketball job is Chris, Chris Holtzman, who is the Ohio State head coach, and that he is the top candidate for the Notre Dame job. Um, so I wanted to bring that up. And then there are two jobs – Besides that, that I wanted to bring up, there's Rick Patino rumors to two schools, not one, St. John's and Texas Tech. I'm hearing that both schools are going after Rick Patino really hard. Of course, he is a New York native. I would think St. John's would, this late in his life, would, um, would make the cut, I would think, but I don't know that for sure. Um, and then the other one that I wanted to bring up is Ed Cooley, the Providence head coach, Ooh. is being may talked about as the next head coach of the Georgetown Hoyas. Man, man, that's, that's scary. That's scary. That's scary. So if Rick Patino goes to St. John's and Cooley goes to Georgetown – are we going to get the old Big East back together or what? Man, you need to. You need to. You need to, man. man I mean, uh, we're, we're talking the old Big East is 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 making a comeback. Man, it's um, – The Backstreet Boys are coming back. 
I <laughs> <laughs> mean, listen, listen. It's, hey, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be very interesting. It's gonna be very interesting leading into the NCAA tournament, leading into it because a lot of coaches and 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 don't forget. I know you're not. I know you're not done. Uh, Wichita State is open, and two guys who are at, who are at a Power Five school have ties there. Who uh may may you talk and one one of them is playing Mike right Anderson's fired Mike Anderson was fired and let go out of the A ten um uh, yesterday 18, I think uh, the Saint, who was Mike Mike Anderson was a coach at uh, Saint John's right yeah oh uh, yeah Saint John's yeah, yeah. Mike yeah, Anderson yeah, was Jan, Coach James Coach James who was coaching Mississippi State is connected to the uh uh, 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 Wichita State job, Wichita and, State uh, job, and, and Forbes, and Forbes at Wake Forest. So it's it's right. yeah, it's it's very very it's gonna be very very interesting. All right, guys, yep. is there any other coaching news or anything in college sports that y'all wanted to bring up? Yes, as far as news, yes. as far as news wise. Yes. yes, yes, I'm gonna go ahead, John. I, I have another one. Yeah. All right, go ahead. New McNeese State coach. Hey, yes, great. That's five it. Yes, I, I actually meant to bring that up, but you're right. Yeah, Will Wade was hired at McNeese State. Very interesting because it's in Louisiana as well, so he has all the ties there. Um, so I'll let you go. You you, you broke it, and I, I meant and, to bring and, it up. And then what happened? Yes, yes, and I'm gonna say sidebar. You know the sidebar? The no, sidebar I don't. Is, go ahead, John. Go ahead, John. So he will be suspended for the first five games. <laughs> really? Yes. Already? You didn't you know, know that? Yeah, you you, you didn't even make that shit up. No, no. It, it was. It was. Yeah. Is that true? It was all over the net today. It's, it's it was all, over. all over the net. This today. is on three sports that has that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. So so you know he's about well, to come so, up. He's about to you come know, up. He, yeah, his sanctions. He's about to come up. So they're trying right. to self-impose. They haven't been finished yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They haven't been finished. So that, that's self-imposing. But hey, he goes to the job. You're gonna miss the first five games. You're <laughs> not gonna recruit this summer. It's kind of <laughs> like Bruce Pearl. I mean, yeah. when Auburn got yeah. Bruce Pearl, he was still under he was still under the the uh right. the sanctions and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, no it was under, yeah, yeah, show cause. yeah, the, yeah, the show cause, and so he couldn't recruit for the summer as well. Couldn't do anything until you know late, late summer, right before the fall, or right when the fall hit, or something like that. That was the so he couldn't do anything. Um, but they went ahead and signed him because they knew, you know, might as well go ahead and get him now. You know, yeah, and, and I think that's what McNeese State was was thinking where they got Will Wade, but. They also need to go ahead and say, okay, well, we're going to get them, but we need to make sure that we kind of show that he is he's going to be suspended or whatever. That's another thing. one. If he yeah. does anything there, he won't be there two or three years. No, 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 no. The moment that he gets a, the ability to to get out, he may get yeah. out. He, he, yeah, if he, he, if he takes them anywhere, he, he'll move on somewhere else. Now, right. now, I can agree. Just like you made the comment about Chris Beard, now that is accurate. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> it might even take, hey, it might even take one year. Yeah, you know, right, yeah. The one thing I know, he can get some dudes in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, 
he'd get some dudes. <laughs> yeah, I was I was fixed yep. to say I was fixed to say something, but I now it's legal. Now it's legal. <laughs> it's legal. It's That's legal a strong now. ass offer right there. Yeah, yeah. It's legal. <laughs> strong <laughs> ass offer. <laughs> Everything's legal now, so yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, it is legal. <laughs> yeah. I was, I had, I, 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 it was on the tip of my tongue. I had to say it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But yeah, it was yeah. just one of those where I was like, I, I saw that and I was like, no, that ain't real. Man, <laughs> I'm talking I was about, like, yeah. well, yeah, it could be. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get to the NCAA tournament bracket real quick. Let's get hey, to before, the South hey, region. Hey, hey, before we get there, before we get there, NIT news UAB okay. beat Southern Miss. Cool. Yeah, oh, round one. Oh, hey, I, hey, I, I was all for UAB getting to the final. They had the NCAA. They, they had about they had about a that late in the game they had a twenty point lead. I don't know. Uh, I didn't see exactly what the score was when they. When hey, they, I, when hope, they final, I hope I hope they make the final four at least and maybe have a chance to win it. And then I I know I know we're getting ready to go jump into uh to to the NCAA tournament, but. I've been watching Auburn baseball and they're playing Georgia Tech and Georgia Tech had a massive lead and and was just absolutely just crushing the ball and it's 11 it was 11 to 6. Well Auburn has come back and has taken the lead with the bases loaded. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, sorry, they haven't taken the lead. It, it, it's it's tied at 11 with the bases loaded, two outs and their Georgia Tech's changing pitchers right now, so but okay. it was one of those where they just in in one inning, the moment that Georgia Tech took took this big lead on them, Auburn has strung together a bunch of hits and walks, and is like I said before, they have to hit their way out of things because their pitching's not the greatest. Right. And uh, if the offense is on, they are dangerous. But the pitching has to be like okay. And so that was kind of the problem against uh, this past weekend. We'll get more into that when we get back in, when we get into baseball. But uh, yeah, I'm just kind of watching and looking at some of the live live scores right, right now. So, um, well, the first NCAA bracket that I was going to bring up is the South Region. That's the one that Alabama's in. Actually, the game tonight, Texas A&M Corpus Christi um, will play Alabama. Alabama's the number one overall seed. I'm not even really going to talk about that game. Everybody in the country is going to pick Alabama. So, uh, But the 8-9 match, matchup is Maryland versus West Virginia. Um, that's that's could be an interesting matchup, should be an interesting matchup. I think the 5-12 in this one with San Diego State versus College of Charleston is a very interesting matchup and could be an upset alert. On that one would be my take on that one. I also think Furman versus Virginia. This is a very interesting game. You got one of the best defensive teams in Virginia versus one of the absolute best offensive teams in Furman in Division One basketball. Yep. Um, and it's going to be an interesting game on you know which style does Tony Bennett's slow down 40 45 48 you know well point game look, look at how they, look at how that team now this is a you know it's a different team and a different year but look at how they played auburn 
in the in the final four because that was yeah again a very slow down that's the but that's the way they play going against a high flying offense yep so just look at how that happened i mean auburn still almost pulled it out but that's what they're gonna do it's yeah. Look like oh, yeah. And, and I think that's going to be a very interesting game. It's an interesting game to pick as well. Um, and then in the bottom half of the bracket, you've got Creighton versus NC State in the 6-11 game, which I think that should be a, a good game. I am picking Creighton to win that game, but I think it should be a good game. Um, right. And then you got Baylor versus UC Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. which I think – is an interesting game. I think UC Santa Barbara will hang with them for a while, but I think Baylor will, you know, win it pretty handily. But I think UC Santa Barbara, they they score a lot of points, and offensively, I think they will hang with them for a little while. Um, and then you got Missouri, Utah State. Mm-hmm. Both of these teams average 79-plus points a game. They're both run and gun. Utah State has three shooters that are just amazing on this team. They're, the, as a team, they average almost 40% from the three-point line as a team. Um, and that could, be, that could be a tough game for Missouri. Um, Utah State is, is – they can fill it up. Right. And then you end with Arizona versus Princeton. Um, Man, these matches are scary. You yeah, know, they are. You know, they're very, very and that's, that's the first round games for the South region. I just so what do you guys think? Where, where's your um, upset? Where do you think you, you might see an upset in this, or, or, or what do you think, Jason? I think, uh, to the argument, I think College of Charleston has a good chance of, of, of really busting the bubble wide open. Um, I think, uh, I think Baylor has to be on, on watch. Uh, as well, uh, Arizona even has to be on watch because it's Princeton's all about it, Princeton's yeah. always hard. Yeah, yeah, you know. it's, it, it, it's all about matchup. It, it's all about yeah. matchup anytime because it's only one game, one game, one game. You had to be right. It's one right. game. It's not a series, anything like that. But that's why the NCAA tournament is just so it's so amazing because you just have to be good for forty or forty-five or fifty minutes, however long the game is. You had to be good that night, and you know, I I I think um I think this year um and I'm gonna say it, it's gonna be an upset early in every bracket. No, oh, I think so too. Early. Absolutely, there's there's too many good 11, 12, 13 yes. um, seated teams yes. that yes. that's not gonna get yes. some wins. Exactly if you right. ask me, exactly but now right. I will say in this so. I think that Missouri has an outside chance to make a little noise in this bracket. They do. But they do have to get by Utah State in that first game because Utah State has a high-powered offense. Um, I also like Creighton to make a little noise in this bracket as well. I think Creighton could possibly make the Sweet 16. You know, a possible matchup would be Creighton versus Baylor to get there. Um, you know, so I think that that would be a good good game to watch. But I am picking Alabama to win this region and go to the Final Four. That's my pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They um, I think I think you're accurate. 
Uh, about that, I think Alabama. Alabama to me is the team to beat. It's the team to be. I think they're coming in with just like uh, I know they're not in this region. Just like Duke, I think they're uh, are coming in with some momentum. Yeah. Uh, and I think even though, and I think they got to watch out for being complacent. I don't think they cannot show up and play their best game because one bad half you can lose this game. First right. round games, you know, Furman and Carl's Char- uh, College of Charleston could both upset. They could. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, as far as upsets in this region, those will be my two picks as far as, like, real upsets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Utah State over Missouri, a 7 over a 10. I don't really consider that too much of an upset. Even, even. I think yeah, all, I, I, all seven through seven through 12 seeds are just about even. Yeah, I, I don't seven through seven ten game. I don't consider that an upset. So right, um, you know. So those are the ones that I would pick. And like I said, I I am picking Alabama to win this region. I think Creighton has a chance. Missouri has a chance to make the Sweet Sixteen. They're going to have to beat some good teams to do that, though. There you are. Yep. Yep. That's kind of my take on the South. And then let's take a look at the Midwest, which is across in the bracket. The Midwest starts out with Houston versus North Texas. Then you got the Iowa Auburn game oh, in Birmingham. Oh, hold on. Houston versus North Texas. That's no, not North no, Texas. North, <laughs> North, Northern Kentucky. Kentucky. What did I say? You said North Texas. I'm like, oh, that's not, that's Northern, like, no, that's no, not no, North no. Texas. I, I know the no, committee no. wouldn't do that. The committee, no, 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 no. North Texas didn't even make the bracket. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, guys. Yeah, Northern Kentucky, Kentucky, Houston versus Northern Kentucky. Gotcha. Hey, Iowa versus Auburn is the eight nine seed in Birmingham in this game yep. or in this bracket. Then. You get some interesting matchups here as well in the 5-12. You have Miami versus Drake. Right. Drake is another team that can fill it up. They got three-point shooters. Um, they've won, you know, they they've won 30 games this year. Third, I can't remember their record now, 30 and three or 30 and four or something like that's their record. Mm-hmm. You know, Drake is a dangerous team for Miami. Um, and then you got can you got Indiana versus Kent State. Correct. Kent State is full of seniors that have been there before, um, and like they're a dangerous, dangerous team. Kent State is. Um, they're a team that has played. They played some really strong teams at the beginning of the year and just lost by a few points. And they've been tested. Kent State has. I think it's a dangerous team for Indiana to play. And then Iowa State will play the – actually, they'll play the winner of the game that's going on right now. Tough, tough. Uh, which is which is Pittsburgh versus Mississippi, Mississippi State. State. Yeah. yeah. Iowa State plays the winner of that game, actually, in the 6-11. Right. Then you got Xavier versus Kennesaw State. Kennesaw State beat Liberty. Um, to, to get in the tournament. So they're not a slouch team either. They're not. Um, and then then you have Texas A&M versus Penn State. <laughs> Penn, State just made, Penn State just made a run in the Big Ten, and that's the 7-10 matchup. Right. Um, 
And then you got uh, Texas versus Colgate at at the bottom, the 215. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's ironic that I would make this comment, even though I know this is not the team of this year. The final four team Auburn just had did one thing very well. Well, they did a bunch of things very well, but one thing they did was really shoot the ball. Yes. And if you really, really can shoot the ball, I'm talking about really, really shoot the ball. If you can really, really shoot the ball, you can win the NCAA tournament. Correct. And you mentioned yeah. you mentioned uh, Drake. Uh, it's, it's a team that can really, really shoot the ball. And so I would be fearful of that because during this NCAA tournament, it, bad matchups. It doesn't matter. David and Goliath matchup, that doesn't matter. Whoever makes shots and who owns the paint will win the ball game because that team what was that two years ago oh i, I i'm actually the 19 picking, yeah i think i'm yeah. gonna pick drake to upset miami <laughs> in this game yeah. i think well hey i really am it, it would be a good pick i just think miami miami's miami should overwhelm them if you do not impose your will and you let the game just flow and flow man a team and kent's and Indiana better be better be aware of kent state man, i'm not playing at is. all Yes, yes. That uh that that nineteen year for Auburn, they almost didn't make it out of the first round. You remember that? Remember that? Yeah. yeah. They, I think yeah. they were playing. I think it was New Mexico State and had to shoot. They they had to score at the final seconds of the game to yeah, win it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. They did. They did. And then so, and then they went on the run of knocking off the Blue Bloods at that point. Man, those three Blue Bloods, yeah. I, that unbelievable. When they, <laughs> but so, but I can say that, and that's what I'm thinking about when I look at this year's NCAA tournament, like. I, hey, I what about the what about the possibility of a second round matchup between Texas A and M and Texas? Man, look, not happening. Be, that, that, uh, but that would be but that would be an awfully good second round matchup. But it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that would be an awfully good second round matchup. You don't think Texas A and M will make it? I think Penn State's going to win. Man. Okay. Very, very I'm, I've been I've been a fan of Texas A&M all season. I think they got a raw draw. To be honest with you, I think. Yeah, um, I mean, look, I they, they have played really well. It just I don't know if they're going to win. If they can beat Alabama, they can beat Penn State. Think, That's all. Yes, they can. Again, this is a tournament <laughs> where they can have they can have a bad night, and all of a sudden, man. Grand opening, grand closing. Yeah. <laughs> good afternoon, All right, guys. Good so evening, who, and good who night. Do you, who do you think's going to come out of the Midwest? I think it comes down to two teams. I think it comes down to Houston or Texas. Yeah, I I, I went. I mean, by by the end of the by the end of the, you know, uh, once you get to the end of the bracket, right there, or the end of that uh, that that region, I mean. I had the the one v two, right there, you know, with Houston yeah. versus Texas, and right. uh, I ultimately had Texas winning. That's who I went with was Texas. Mm -hmm. I went like I'm I'm leaning, I'm leaning towards Texas. If Houston does get there, the Final Four is played in Houston, right? And I think that the uh, I think that 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 will be just so tantalizing and everything like that, and they'll everybody will yeah. start talking about that and then all of yeah. a sudden they just they, they miss it because you know 
heck, it could be a a, a two Carr and a, a, a one or two point victory for Texas, and it, you you can think you are that close. Marcus Carr and company at Texas has been playing really, really well. Yeah. I, I mean they beat they beat Kansas twice in March already. I, I would say the health of of Sasser is is it does. very very it makes a difference. You know he is the 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 head the head of the snake. Uh, yep. You know he he drives a car. He directs traffic. And uh, it does. You're you're totally right. He it is makes the a big straw difference. that stirs the drink. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely, I agree with you. Exactly. So you know, it, it, a lot of all right. So let's that. let's talk about the which one did I put first? The East. Let's talk about the East region. Okay. The East region is is Purdue, mm -hmm. and they play a play-in game that's 16 seed tomorrow night. Then you have Memphis versus Florida Atlantic FAU. Correct. Eight nine seed. That could be a really good game right there. Will yes. be. Will be a good game. Will then be. you have Duke versus Oral Roberts. You talking about a team filling up and has uh. and plays great. Oral Roberts is a heck of a team. And Duke has a their hands full in the first round, if you ask me. Right. Then you have then you have Tennessee as the four versus Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns <coughs> on, as a 13 line. And the bottom Cajun. of the bracket is 6-11 is Kentucky-Providence, Kansas State-Montana State, Michigan State versus UFC, and then the bottom is Marquette versus Vermont. Vermont's that been one in right the tournament, there, look, the, the, tournament uh, quite a bit. The, the Michigan State versus USC, that's, uh, that's just straight up who's going to lose in the second round. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Marquette's not that, 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 losing that. that. I did not realize Michigan State got in. They yeah. actually got in. I don't yeah. even know. Yes, they did somehow. They did as a seven that. seed too, not not as a ten or eleven. They're a seven seed. Yeah. Mm, mm. I think that 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 Providence against Kentucky. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a game of all games. Well, you got yeah. Bryce Hopkins going against his old team. Mm. Ed Cooley possibly being mm. rumored to Georgetown now. Plus, you got Calipari and rumored to Texas still. Yeah. I know. They're still talking about that. So oh, it's, I know. Man, it's going to be a, a game of musical chairs uh, yep. going around in the now, coaching case. Now, 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 here's the question. What happens if Texas wins it all? Well, you got to give him surely, the job. Surely give they the give Rodney Terry the job. Surely. <laughs> you got to give him the job. I think, I think if they I'm made Sweet saying, 16, I think if they made Sweet 16, because, you know, sources, my sources are telling me that's one of the guys Chris Beard is actually waiting on to see if he gets that job. Right. So he, he can join his staff. So, yeah. so he can join his staff in Oxford. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So. Yeah. I mean, if he gets to, if he gets to the the first weekend, Texas first weekend, is wanting to make that big hire, and the, you're right, there is still some rumors about Calipari going there. So right, yeah. I, I I even heard Rick Pitino. Watch out! Yeah. I even heard Rick Pitino. I, you know, can think about that. Can you think All about right. Rick? the Ooh. disrespect? <laughs> <laughs> 
right. I have a question for y'all when it comes to this region. Uh-huh. Does Purdue get by Memphis and F or FAU in the second round? Well, I'm going to say this. FAU is a great, solid team. They play good. I think Memphis left. I think Purdue beats FAU. I don't know if Purdue could beat Memphis based on the way they play. Memphis can kind of smother you. They play big. They play and big. They you play have big. to play big against the 7-4 guys. Well, so. but but here's the other thing. And <coughs> the only thing I, when I tell you about – and also I know we'll talk later, later about Edie. Edie will be a draft pick uh, in, in, in this year's NBA draft. He, if he decides to come out, which I think he will, right, um, he will be a draft I pick. Think. I just think he cannot keep up with the guys from Memphis. Yeah, yeah, I think I Memphis know. plays too fast for him. Yeah, I think that. But he can impose his will. He if can. he gets the ball down low. What about a possible – what about a possible Oil Roberts in Tennessee or Duke in Tennessee? I think Duke Duke is – Duke is on a nine-game winning streak. They are. Nine-game winning Duke's playing – playing, Duke's playing one playing of the best well. in they, the nation they, right now. They're playing well right They now. have. And their guard, like we keep saying – the guard is playing very, very well. And I think telling you though, all Roberts is a dangerous team. They are. They I don't are. they are there, but I think that I think I, it's a, I think it's a bad matchup for Oral Roberts going against Duke. Thank you. I will say that. I will say that. If they were playing somebody else, yes, I mean, yes, hell, yes. if if Oral Roberts was playing Tennessee, I'd have picked Oral Roberts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I just I, I I just I do think it's a bad matchup. Yeah, I think I think yes, yes. I think Duke but is, I'm just trying to give Old Roberts the credit they deserve. Right, they have a hell of a team. Yeah. Well, well, you know, hey, everybody understands what happened with Old Roberts not too long ago. They had a chance to uh, beat Arkansas. Uh, they were at the Sweet Sixteen a couple yeah, of years ago. You see what I'm saying? So they had a chance to, to, yeah. to make it. But I, ooh, I don't see Duke uh, wavering. I don't see that. I don't see Duke. I don't. See so Duke. who comes out of this bracket? You got Purdue. You got Duke. You got Marquette. You got Kansas State. Marquette, that's another one. That's another team that, that's playing. I'm telling well. you, Marquette at the bottom. I'm, I'm tempted to pick Marquette to come out of this well. out of this region. I've actually got Marquette coming out of this region. I, I, can, I, um, I had a Duke Marquette matchup to get that's where to get, I'm to get kinda, out of to get out of the region. That's where I'm kind of going. Yep. This Duke Marquette. Yep. That would yep. that, that that would be a hell of a game. That would yep. be a hell of a game. Yeah. That that's kind of where I'm leaning is Duke Marquette. God. But you, but you don't want to throw Purdue away because they have arguably the most dominant player on the inside in the college game in the college basketball right now. And Correct. if the game comes down to needing a basket, Edie can get it. Edie can get it. Yes. But here's the thing: Edie will have to make the pass. You, if I'm a coach, Edie will not beat me. He will have to make just, the pass. He'll, he'll just shoot. He'll just hook it right over top of y'all. No, no, hey, it, <laughs> don't you don't you don't let him get it. You don't let him get it close. He has to come out to get it. That's I know triple team, triple team, and I will walk away if his guys make a three to win. They all have to like I I think that Purdue has to be able to shoot the ball from the outside in order to they do because in order to make him the threat that he is, you've got to you've got to make the other guys just as much of a threat. Yeah. And if they're not if they're not shooting and see, I think that's what's going to end up happening is that I think that Duke gets them. I think Duke beats Purdue, and I think that that uh, 
and that's why why I have the Duke Marquette. Duke Marquette, mm-hmm. and I'm leaning Marquette. It could be right. Duke though. Yeah, and I've got and I've got Marquette, but I'm leaning Marquette. Mm-hmm. Yep, out of this region, but I'm I'm not discrediting Duke. Right, and I'm a Kentucky fan, yep. and everybody knows it. And I'm not a Duke fan at all. Okay, so, but I'm not discrediting them. I, they do have a chance to come out of this region. Yep. Yep. And Kentucky, by the way, Kentucky's in this region. And I haven't, I mean, other than, I do think Kentucky can win the Providence game. As a Kentucky fan, I'll just throw this in here. I do think Kentucky can win the Providence game. And if they play as well as they played against Arkansas and Tennessee a couple of times and stuff, I think they would have a shot to beat Kansas State in the second round. But they have to play that kind of game against Kansas State. See, I just don't trust them, and that's why I got Kansas State in that one. Right. I'm just saying they would have a shot, but they would have to play the game that they played against Arkansas late. They'd have to play the game that they played against Tennessee. They would have to play that game to have a shot to beat Kansas State. Exactly right. And then if they did, they would probably match up with Marquette, and I just don't think Kentucky has the – the horses to beat Marquette. Right. And that is uh I just don't. And that's why I've got yep, I've got Marquette winning that one. Yeah. So that's where I think if the best Kentucky could do would be play a sweet sixteen game, I believe, um, in this bracket. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm hoping for as a Kentucky fan. Yeah. So, you know. Yep. Yep. All right. So then we're going to move to the West mm-hmm. bracket. The West bracket is Kansas as the number one seed, yep. and they're playing Howard. Howard um, hey, and shout out to all HBCUs. Go ahead. Yep, they're playing Howard. Um, and then the eight nine game is Arkansas versus Illinois. Uh, the five twelve is St. Mary's versus VCU. Nice game. Which is. In- which is an interesting matchup. Mm-hmm. The four thirteen is UConn versus Iona. Okay, Iona's Rick Pitino. Did you That's say UConn? UConn's overwhelmed. UConn. Them. They're overwhelmed though. Yeah. UConn versus Rick Pitino. Correct. That's all I'm saying. Rick Pitino's yep. not shooting. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's coaching. That's the problem. I know. I know. That's the problem. Yeah, but he. Then yeah. you then you got TCU versus tomorrow night's. Play-in game, okay. which is Arizona State versus Nevada. Yep. So TCU plays the winner of that game. Um, that's the six eleven, and then the three fourteen is Gonzaga versus Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. I do want to give a little shout out. I, I've gained a little knowledge. Uh, Lafonso Ellis got a son. has got a son that's on Grand Canyon's team. Yep. Um, I just wanted to give a little shout out. I figured that out over the weekend, uh, doing uh, covering a lot of this stuff and watching stuff. Um, the seven ten is Northwestern versus Boise State, mm-hmm. Mountain West team, um, and then UCLA versus UNC Asheville is the is the two fifteen game yep. in the West. Mm-hmm. So Kansas again, number one seed, defending national champs. Do they come out of this bracket? Uh, yes. That sound too convincing. Yes, I do. Or does, or does Arkansas, if they get there, does Arkansas actually have a chance 
to knock off the defending champs in the second round. I mean, everybody's got a chance. You're right. You have a chance and a choice. Everybody got a chance and a choice every day. That's one of the models I live. I just wanted to throw that Arkansas. I listen. If Arkansas had been fully healthy, they lost. You know, they lost some players. I can't think of the guy's name now that lost. Brazil. It was on that team Brazil. last year. Brazil. Brazil. Yeah, Brazil. Yeah. They they lost him, and of course they was out with uh, Nick Smith for a while. He's back. But had they been fully healthy, I really like that Arkansas yeah, team. Yeah, I mean, if they were fully healthy, that, I mean, that's uh, definite, you know, they're definitely uh, a team to be reckoned with. But it just – St. Mary and Gonzaga's in this bracket. Is, is either one of them team have a chance to come out of this bracket? Again, everybody's got a chance. But uh, I, have, I have Gonzaga losing to Kansas. So you have Gonzaga making the Elite Eight? Yeah. Not that I really okay. wanted to have Gonzaga make the Elite Eight. It's, it's how your bracket fails. It's just how the bracket, yeah, how the bracket worked. I wasn't wanting them to do it. I wasn't well, you like, got UCLA I in there. Yeah, but I, I'd have Gonzaga beating UCLA. I think UCLA, yeah. uh, the loss of their uh, player Clark. Clark. Yeah. The man. loss of Clark yeah. hurts yeah. him. It, hurt, it hurts him now. Going into a sitting like this, a tournament now. You know, I think they can overcome it because, like I said, name of the game, you make shots. You make shots and rebound, you got a chance. But man, it, it's it's hard. And, and, and let, let me do a little disclaimer. I never do an NCAA tournament bracket. I never do one. What? I never do one because that's crazy, I, Jason. I, I'm gonna I'm 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 tell you why. Because I would do <laughs> two, three, four, five, six. Because I would be tr- I would be obsessed with trying to. Get oh, I always, yeah, I always have at least two. Yeah, I always have at least two. It's like man, it's it's really amazing to see because when things happen, I don't be surprised. You know, it's just, right. man, it's just I'm too much of a fan of the game that I really want to just watch the game. Instead of okay, does breakfast. UConn have a chance to knock off Kansas? They do. They do. You UConn to me is a team that can catch lightning in a bottle. And win it. They have the players. See, they that's, have the team. That, that's the thing. Almost everybody that's in this tournament, because you have those, you have those from from five, six, seven through twelve, where everybody's kind of the same, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. any one of those could knock off a top dog, but every one of them could get beat by twenty by the top dog. Man, it's it, it wouldn't be an upset. It'd be <laughs> like, hey, hey, it could happen. But then when they get blown, ah. Uh, we knew it would blow out. You know, they had been playing well. Yeah, you know, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I keep looking at them like, man, I can easily pick all the upsets right man, here. Like, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. One of those things. You know. So if Kansas comes out and Texas come out, that means Kansas and Texas would meet each other in the Final Four again. Yes. I, I don't see yeah. that happening. I don't see that happening. I have I, I have I have Texas and Kansas in the final four Ooh, facing each other. Two Big Twelve teams in. Yes. I, I mean that could happen. That could happen. That could happen. Yes. Yes. I've been stating that a Big East team. I thought a Big East team would get there. I, now that I'm looking at the brackets, mm-hmm. I think Marquette has the best chance. And the second best chance, I think, is UConn. I think UConn in this bracket 
Yes. If they could beat Kansas, yes, they can get to the final four. Right. They have to beat Kansas. They have to beat Kansas. In to do it. Yep. In the Sweet Sixteen. I agree. That'll be a Sweet Sixteen. All right. Game. Yes. In the but Sweet I, Sixteen. But I. But I think. But I think that UConn is the other team that could actually do it out of the Big East. I'm not as big on Xavier um, to do it. Definitely not Providence to do it. Um, you know, so out of the you know the Big East teams that I have kind of been touting this year, those are the two teams that I think has an actual chance to get to the Final Four now that the brackets have come out. Right. Yeah. And then we'll pick our winners later on down the road. I just wanted to talk about each region. Um, We'll pick our winners um, as the tournament goes along in a week or two, and uh, we'll see. We'll see who we who we have locked up there. But I, you know, in this region, I really, to be honest with you, I really want to pick UConn or or or, or Gonzaga to get there because I really am just tired of seeing Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Kentucky fan, and I'm just tired of seeing Kansas there. I just don't think um, I just don't think this is that Gonzaga team. I don't either, and, and that's, that's, that's that's why. My, like I like, and and I had them going further than I really thought that they. They really have should. played better. They they've won about ten or twelve in a row. They have played better. Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if like TCU knocked off Gonzaga. Second no. round, I really wouldn't. No. What? But, uh, yeah. What? And I agree with you. What if Nevada knocks off TCU? Then what? I'm, then, I'm gonna... then, then, then you just turned everything upside down. <laughs> a, 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 another bracket buster team, I would say, could be Texas Southern. Remember, uh-huh. I said that. Yep. They, they were Texas Southern. Yeah, they were. They yep. were. They were injured all year. They had a bunch of injuries, and all of a sudden now. They're, they're in that play-in game yeah, tomorrow. See, their, their, biggest, play, their biggest problem is that they're the 16th seed. Yeah. yeah, and they play. And they play. Well, they play Purdue. They'll play remember, Purdue, and remember, that's remember, that, that's told, that's, well, that's just remember, a problem. I told, but remember, I told you now. Styles. Yeah, make they play games. Purdue. Styles make games. Right. Texas yeah. Southern has a bunch of athletes, so if Edie doesn't <laughs> impose his will. And, and I meant to say that earlier. If Edie does, like we say, if Edie doesn't impose his will, that means he has to keep up with those athletes. Now right. you have to change and play Texas Southern style of basketball instead of Purdue style of basketball because you get, they you, have to go. You get him running and get him tired, and then he may be mm. a little sloppy, mm. and then mm. you may get foul mm. trouble, Edie, versus. Yeah. Yes, dominant mm. Edie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we'll man, see. Yeah, it's. We'll see. Be be aware. Be aware. Like I that. said, we'll get we'll get to our like final four picks for sure, and our um, uh, sweet sixteen winners. You know, well, elite eight, elite eight, elite next eight, week, final four yeah, right. and we'll get to that. So yep. we're gonna we're gonna leave it at that as far as the basketball stuff tonight. John, I'm gonna open the door up for a little baseball talk. If you got any baseball stuff that you want to talk about, I know. This weekend is the opening for the SEC play. Correct. I know that is yep. going on, and it's a big mm-hmm. weekend. 
um, for all the SEC schools because the very first uh, series for you know opening for the SEC play is this weekend. I know that Kentucky plays Mississippi State this weekend. Right. Um, I know that's who they play, and I yeah. believe that it's, it's at Kentucky. I believe. Uh, give me a second here. Um, so I seen it earlier, and I, I I read an article on Kentucky. They're actually fourteen and two before today. They've won ten in a row, and making right. a little bit of noise. They they have the the uh, the fourteenth ranked ERA um, pitching staff in America. Kentucky does. I've seen that. They're for, they're ranked 14th at 2.44 is their overall ERA, but their relief staff is even better than that. I think they're like ninth in the country. Right. Their relief staff. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to look at this. Let's see. We have the SEC matchups this <laughs> This weekend, we have uh, South Carolina at Georgia, Alabama at Florida, Mississippi State at Kentucky, LSU at A&M, Tennessee at Missouri, Ole Miss at Vanderbilt, and then we got to go on Arkansas, or sorry, Auburn at Arkansas. Ole Miss and Vandy ought to be a good series. Should be. Alabama and Florida should be a good series. No, it won't. That'll be a bad series. You don't think? Yeah, I think Florida will wipe the wipe the floor with Alabama. All right. Yeah, Florida. Alabama looking great. Alabama is the the new the new Kentucky for baseball, and what I mean by that is. (laughs) Kentucky had a history of beating up on bad teams before the SEC. Right. And then they would get ranked, and they'd be ranked like 15th or whatever. Right. right. And then they'd get into the SEC, and, and, get killed by a and then it'd be teams. like, you know, have a, a 10 and 20 SEC record, you know? And they're just, yeah. they, they weren't great. They, they could go. Well, I don't think. I think LSU to go win some other conferences. You know, they're good enough to go beat yeah. up on other conferences, but they're not good enough to have. I think Florida, LSU will wipe the floor with Texas A and M. That's just my opinion. Baseball this weekend. Yeah, I think LSU will 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 take out Texas A and M, and I think. Florida will take out Alabama, and those are the only kind of Arkansas, Arkansas, Auburn are the two worst pitching staffs so far. Correct, and 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 in, in the Auburn, SEC, Auburn has to just learn how. Like, if they can keep up the offense again, they have to hit their way out. I mean, you got the two worst pitching staffs going against each other the first weekend, so. Oh. Jesus. That's why, that's why you have just had a, Auburn, Auburn just had a wild pitch where the catcher. Speaking of pitching staff, I just said pitching staff. Right, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, catcher made a play. He went and slid, uh, slid, got got the ball and threw it to the to the to the pitcher, who then completely blocked the plate. Didn't allow the the runner to even touch it. 
and uh, was able to uh, tag the runner out. And that would have been the potential go-ahead run. Uh, it is still tied at 11. Um, I think they're going into the bottom of the seventh. I think that's what I just yeah. saw. So well, Kentucky, speaking of – we talked about Kentucky yeah. a while ago. So I think it, it'll be a good test for Mississippi State coming in. Um, and, and this at, is actually this is actually a, a, a team. So Mississippi State. We'll is see exactly still not where having, Kentucky is. I think right because Mississippi State is still not where they want to be. And, and no, I don't Kentucky think they are. Could, Kentucky could it, it, for Kentucky to win if their offense isn't that great, then their pitching staff has to shut the other team down. And that's and it, what they've got to make everything yeah. one nothing, two to one, three to two, three to type two ball games. Yeah, yeah. low scoring. Yeah. Right. Auburn is the opposite. Auburn has to hit everybody and yeah. make. And, and, well, and Kentucky's got to have the pitching staff to do it. So pray to God that they that they that they hold off the other team. Yeah. Because everybody can hit in the SEC, and I mean, if you can't it's pitch, tough. then you're going to be tough. in trouble. Yeah. So. Uh, it's it, it's interesting to me. I am interested to see what Kentucky does this weekend against Mississippi State at home. And, you know, and, and I, think, I think I think I think it is a possible series that they could win at home with their pitching mm-hmm. staff. Yeah, and I think it's you know to get off on the right foot basically in the SEC play and to get that first series win is majorly important for Kentucky. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, well, tonight, those are the uh, SEC matchups. Yeah, tonight uh, Jacksonville State went over to uh, Oxford and took a game. I think that's right. I think they did it in Oxford. Uh, it is very possible that that you, you can beat Oxford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can you can uh, you can beat you, you can win a game in Oxford. Oh yeah. Early, well, this is early. this is again. This is this is midweek. I I, I don't. This is not an unexpected event. Yeah, actually, no. Ole Miss traveled to Jacksonville State and then got beat ten to six. Yeah. Um. This happens quite a few times. I mean, there'll be teams that go down to like South Alabama and get beat. So you'll have, you know, South Alabama will will, will rise up and look really good. Mercer will beat a bunch of teams. Um. Just. Lipscomb in the midweek could beat you. Yeah. Lipscomb in the weekend may not beat you, but Lipscomb in, right. the, in the midweek could beat you. Yeah. So that's a. It, it's just the the midweek is so different, and uh, teams that are really. It has to do with pitching staffs mostly. It it, it does, yeah. and they may throw their number one guy. One of their one of their weekend starters, yeah, and, may, the, and the may, power may throw, five is is throwing may, their fourth or fifth guy, right? Yeah. And again, yeah. they may throw their their mid, they may throw their weekend starter because I believe the Friday night starter that is their that is their bullpen day is Tuesday, right? And if they're playing Tuesday night, that's the that's the Friday night starters bullpen day, which means he could go out there and throw about 
three, three innings. to four innings, yeah. three innings or yeah. so. Yeah. And that be his bullpen. Right. Yeah. And then they can they can kind of throw their best arms, you know, in the, you know, their best two three guys behind him, to to close it out. And you're throwing your fourth fifth best starter and then you're probably not throwing your best arms you may throw one or two of them but you're not throwing all of them so he's talking about Lipskin a second ago Tennessee beat Lipskin today 10 to nothing um UK Tennessee probably threw a bunch of bats into the stands when they hit a home run yeah. they probably Kentucky beat Indiana today 12 to 2 in 7 10 run rolled them in 7 yeah, I can I can see that. Twelve to two. Yeah. Just a couple of scores that I was looking at. Yeah, I don't know if I'd put Indiana as one of the top. They weren't. Teams. They're ten and six in the Big Ten. They, they were ten and six before today. Now they're ten yeah. and seven. I think. Yeah. Right. <sighs> but yeah. Anyway, um, so. As far as this weekend, some other big matchups, and I'm going to go look through. Uh, we've got – oh, dang it. I'm now looking at the Tuesday. I'm going to go look at the Friday. Go look at the weekend. Uh, Stanford and Oregon State. That is a Pac-12 matchup right there. Stanford's the number nine team in the country. Oregon State's actually not ranked, but Stanford-Oregon State would be a good one to watch. Um uh, Arizona, UCLA. Trying to see. Um, man, I wish it would I, – I would say Miami, Vitek, but Miami just hasn't shown anything yet. Uh, Oklahoma, TCU. That looks Virginia like a good one. Virginia and, and, and uh, North Carolina State play each other. Clemson They're and Duke, ranked. which I think Clemson might win this one. But Clemson and Duke. Uh TCU and Oklahoma. I don't know if Oklahoma is any good in baseball or not. Are they? Oklahoma, they're not yeah. ranked right now, but they they have been good. Oklahoma um, State and Texas Tech are both ranked. They played this that weekend. Is, that's true. Yep. Oklahoma State, Texas Tech. Uh, and then I'm um, looking through, trying to see if I can spot some other ones that would be – Boston College is actually playing pretty well right now, and they travel down to um, Florida State this weekend. So that one actually might be a good one to watch. And then, as you said, Virginia at NC State, that one mm -hmm. would be a really good one to look at. Uh, Georgia Tech is playing at Louisville. I think that one would be good. Notre Dame at Wake Forest. I think Wake Forest will be too much to handle for Notre Dame. I think they'll – I'll take that series there. Uh, let me kind of scroll up to the earlier games. North Carolina Pitt, that's a – I mean, that's just a conference game. I don't know how well Pitt will be in baseball. North Carolina is kind of up and down right now. So that's this weekend here. Um, I think that there will be – it's a lot of good baseball going on. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, it's the, you know, opening for the SEC and a lot of conference play and stuff is going on now. So baseball's really kind of getting to the meat of the schedule. 
and stuff and starting to pick up this time of year. So, yep, got um, 10 weeks of conference yep. weekends. So, 10 weeks, 10 weeks, and then you get to the SEC tournament, which will be right here in Birmingham. All right, I'm going to get to our prize picks, guys. We are now sponsored by Prize Picks. Um, you can double your deposit, initial deposit, by using our code CSCAST. If you use that code, up to $100, you can double that de initial deposit. So if you put down 50 bucks, you can get $100 to play with. If you put down $100, you get to double that to $200 to play with. And uh, it's a daily fantasy sports. You go on there, and there's 30-plus different uh, sports that you can uh, have some fun with. And if I think $5 is the minimum. And, again, you can do all this by using our code and helping us out as well and using our code CSCAST to double your deposit. Hey, speaking of this, uh, the you know, when we were talking about Friday night starters – getting in and having bullpen day auburn has just put their friday night starter or last friday night's starter in as the ninth inning pitcher yeah so he's getting his bullpen work yeah he's getting They've some, thrown yeah. their closer auburn's already thrown the closer or at least the guy <laughs> okay. that they had designated as the closer yeah at the beginning of the season uh but yeah they're they're throwing the guy that that started last friday night and this right. is a, he's this is his first inning in so he's already gotten one out in the first three pitches that he's thrown so yep all right the next thing i'm going to get to is our home for troops this if you're looking for uh something to give to this is for wounded vets and this they build homes and rebuild their lives i've been doing this for 20 plus years for every dollar that you give 90 cents of that dollar goes towards rebuilding these homes for building homes for these injured and wounded vets they will do that anywhere if they're from tennis want to move to new york they will build them a home in new york so we ask that you give to home for our troops and you can do that at www.hfotusa.org Forgot where I was for a minute. <laughs> you forget where you were. What that. day it is? I paused. I paused is. for just a second. Did you hear me? You freeze when a lot. <laughs> All right. So my closing thoughts is this: It's March Madness. I want to update Pitt and Mississippi State right now. Is at halftime in their play-in game. It's thirty-five to thirty-four. So I want to update that before we get off the air. Um, again, A&M Corpus Christi beat Southeast Missouri in the first game of the NCAA tournament earlier tonight, 75 to 71. And they earned the spectacular right to go play Alabama on Thursday. Go team. <laughs> <laughs> and you heard it here first, Jason – is saying Texas Southern, if they win tomorrow night, would have a chance against Purdue. That's a college sports cast. Don't 
be surprised. Take. This would this would be the second <laughs> sixteen verse one. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, only happened, it's only it's only happened yeah. once, and it happened, it's only what, happened in the last what, five. They're one and and one hundred and forty-seven. I was like, There's they're one in every other year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it no never doubt. happened until a that's, couple of years that's ago. That's been nineteen eighty-five. The record I just put out was eighty-five because that's when it changed to um, seedings one through sixteen. Right. No right. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the record on that. I do want to get to, we are now on WSBN TV, and we appreciate anybody and everybody jumping on and catching us on WSBN TV. Yep. Um, and our shows are College Sportscast on Tuesday and Thursday nights at 8 o'clock Central Time and Sunday at 3 p.m. Central, and this Thursday night, we're going to have a special show. I'll let John take that. Yeah, so uh, Thursday night we've got Landrum Roberts of WJOX 94.5 here in Birmingham. Um, and he does the morning jocks at 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Uh, Central Time and then has three-man front from 10 a.m. to 12 a.m. PM Central Time, uh, and yeah, he uh, he also does a lot of stuff with UAB, um, and he will talk. Uh, we will talk basketball, we'll talk baseball, we'll talk whatever. Football, spring football, football. Spring. Yep, yep. yep. Yeah, so he, he can do it all. He he covers a lot of sports in the South. Of course, a lot of it's SEC, but let's do UAB and other things as well. So. We're excited right. to have him on College Sportscast. And uh, again, you can catch appearance. that. Yep. <laughs> you can catch that on Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central. Yes. Until then, y'all have a good night. Enjoy March Madness. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs>